What's on the Democrats' agenda next? Assassination? Let's talk about it. or where they went, they caught 78 known terrorists within the beginning of this year alone. And what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Will Johnson. The website is UniteAmericaFirst.com. Hey, do me a favor. If this is your first time watching me, here on Facebook. And even if it's your second time watching me here on Facebook, you can simply type in explanation point notify to turn on notifications for anything that I do. And if you're watching it before, if you've seen it before, you can make sure that your notifications are turned on. Explanation point notify right there, just like that, all one word. You put the explanation point in the beginning and type notify. It's really that simple. Do it just like that and you'll get notifications or they'll turn them on for you. And if you're watching on YouTube and Rumble, YouTube, go ahead and hit the thumbs up and please hit the share button on, on YouTube as well. Same thing on Rumble, the thumbs up and share. Same thing on Getter. And even if you're watching on Lindell TV and if you're even listening to the audio podcast, because this is an audio podcast as well. Thank you, everybody, for so much for tuning in. Thank you so much. It is really an honor for you to be here. Let's get right into it. Ukraine, Ukraine in the membrane, right? Ukraine is still one of the hottest topics because the Democrats and all of the radical left and all of the Ronald Republicans, they keep wanting to pour money, 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 money into Ukraine. Well, I want y'all to listen to just some of this interview that Tucker had with, what's his name? Victor Orban. Is that how you say it? Orban? Yeah. Victor he's Orban, minister. he's the prime minister of Turkey, of Hungary, Hungary, yeah. of Hungary. He's the prime minister. It's really amazing what he says, because, see, the rest of the world, they see what's happening in America. And this interview, I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if it's an hour long, but I saw the, the longest one that I saw was 25 minutes. But this is just a little short clip from that interview that Tucker had with him. And what he says in here is exactly what the American people want. And he's in Hungary saying this. For those of you that have not seen this, this is going to be a real treat. Check this out. So if you were in charge of NATO, if you were, say, Joe Biden, uh, what would your next move be in the war in Ukraine? What would you do? Peace, immediately. Call back Trump. That's, that's, that's the only way out. Call back Trump. Call back Trump. Because, you know, you can criticize him for many reasons. Wait a minute. You hear him? He's the prime minister of, of Hungary, and he's saying, basically, bring back Trump. Get rid of Joe Biden. Get rid of all of these tyrants. Bring back Trump. Bring back Trump. You know, I'm willing to bet right now that the Biden regime is trying to figure out some kind of way to bring sanctions against Hungary. Did you think about that earlier, Shannon? I'm willing to bet that's exactly what the Biden regime is wanting to do right now. Ooh, I is, there, is there any kind of way that we can put sanctions on Hungary for him coming out saying this? I can imagine. I'm telling you, these evil people, I'm telling you, that's probably what they're trying to figure out right now. That's I'm, a good point. Yeah. You know, I mean, think about it. Think about it. L listen to what he says, because, you know, he goes about, you know, Trump can be harsh and everything. But listen to what he says about Trump, President Trump. You can criticize him for many reasons. I understand all the, all the discussion, but you know, the best foreign policy of the recent several decades belonged to him. He did not initiate any new war. Yes. He treated nicely the, 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 the North Koreans and, and Russia, even the Chinese, you know. He, he, he delivered a policy which was the best one for Middle, for Middle East. Abraham Accords. Yes. So, so that was a very good foreign policy. He, you know, he's criticized that he's not, you know, he's not educated enough to understand the word. But this is not the case. Facts counts, and his foreign policy was the best form for the world. 
in the last several decades I have seen. You hear this? He says facts count. Facts matter. And he's talking about the policies that President Trump had, not just for the United States of America, but for the world. I mean, it's really, see, not, you know what? I did a short video and it was probably maybe seven, maybe seven, 12 minutes at the most from what I can remember. But I put all I put in this video, this short video, I showed President Trump on how the world viewed President Trump, how they were flying the American flag because of President Trump. They were holding signs because of President Trump. President Trump went to India and they said, over what a hundred thousand people in a stadium, and this, there was a line all the way miles down for people to try to get in and to hear President Trump. President Trump set foot into North Korea first time ever, right? Because he was getting along. He had China checked. He had China not doing what they're doing now. He had Russia checked. Russia wasn't doing what they're doing now. Check the the the. Abraham Accords. Look what President Trump was doing. And I told people before that one of the reasons there was many reasons why they want to get rid of President Trump. But one of the reasons is because I believe and you don't have to believe me. You know, you can have your own opinion on it. But I believe that the Antichrist is alive and well. And they saw all the positive things that President Trump was doing. And they don't want him doing it because the Antichrist is going to come on the scene and make it look like he has the answers. You understand what I'm telling you? You understand what I'm telling you? Listen, you know, he's criticized that he's not, you know, he's not educated enough to understand the word. But this is not the case. Facts count. And his foreign policy was the best form for the world in the last several decades I have seen. And if he would have been the president at the moment of the Russian invasion started, no, it would, it, it would be not possible to do that by the Russians. So Trump is the man who can save the Western world and the, probably the human beings in uh, in the globe as well. I mean, that's yeah. that's my personal conviction. Wow, wow, y'all hearing this? Y'all hearing this? It's exactly what I was just saying. See, they see the positive things that President Trump was doing around the world, and you can't have that. President Trump was getting us out of this globalist agenda. They can't have that. So many people are not able to make the connection. And even though I'm sitting here saying it, and I've never talked to this gentleman from Hungary before, and listen to what he's saying. President Trump was doing positive things around the world. And he's saying that President Trump is the answer. President Trump is, and for those of you, if we have any trolls on here, President Trump is not the Antichrist. He's just the opposite. See, the Antichrist is going to be all about the wokeism. He's going to embrace it. The Antichrist is going to tell everyone that we need to have a one world order. The Antichrist is going to have everyone believe that you need to be part of this globalist agenda. The TT, the TTP, the Paris Climate Agreement. The Antichrist is going to be pushing this one world utopia, liberal utopia. President Trump is not pushing any of that. A lot of people say President Trump is the Antichrist because they simply hate him. They simply hate him. And tonight I'm going to show you something with the Democrats, what I believe the next thing on the Democrats agenda when it comes to President Trump. What do you think that is? And I'm not talking about the next indictment that's possibly going to come out of Arizona and or even California. Why not? Go ahead and do California too, right? Might as well. All of his fraudulent was to stop him from doing it. But what's the next agenda that the left has for President Trump? Before I get to that, let me share this one with you from Ramaswamy. He goes on MSSTD and he's talking and spewing facts. He's telling the truth. See, a lot of people, and I've noticed this too, a lot of people digging up all of these old videos of Ramaswamy when he used to have like leftist tendencies, like he was like, sounded like a Democrat. He was doing different things. He's talking to Democrats. There's one video I saw him talking to Satan's Reverend Sharpton, right? I was, you know, and he was talking to him and he was getting, you know, getting along with him and, you know, President Trump was a Democrat before he became president. Did y'all know that? How many of y'all know that? I'm guarantee 
I guarantee you'd be surprised on how many people did not know President Trump used to be a Democrat. See, most Democrats that become Republican, they become Republican because they come to their senses. <laughs> you see how that works? They come to their senses. They come to really understanding. They get, you know, God heals their mind. God hears their mind. But these Democrats like Mitch McConnell and the rest of them, when they continue down the path of what Satan and the Democrats are doing is because this demonic spirit got control of them. But anyways, listen to this with Ramaswamy on MSSTD. It's really good. Yeah, with due respect, my concern is that our steps and NATO's steps right now are marching us closer to world war by driving Russia further into China's hands at a time when we have no visibility into what Russia's red lines are. And further, at a moment when Russia has a larger nuclear stockpile and super EMP capabilities and hypersonic missile capabilities ahead of that of the U.S., and so what I've said is I would end that war, but on terms that end the Russia-China partnership. That is also how we deter Xi Jinping from going after Taiwan. Because right now, Xi Jinping's bet is that the U.S. will not want to go for two different allied nuclear superpowers at the same time. But if Russia is no longer in China's camp, then Xi Jinping is going to have to think twice before going after Taiwan. And I will repeat, I'm the only presidential candidate who has affirmatively said we will defend Taiwan because we have greater national interests there than we do in Ukraine. And I do not think that this war advances American interests. We should focus on the real enemy that is communist China. And that's how I orient my foreign policy. You know, communist China and the communist Democrats in the United States of America. They're at war with the American people. Who hasn't realized that yet? I mean, who hasn't realized that? When you have the Democrat Party in the United States of America open borders allowing terrorists to come in, who hasn't realized it yet? Do you understand what they're doing? They're shipping all of these people, men of the fighting ages, throughout the country, and they're doing horrible criminal acts. You don't don't think that they're at war with the American people? Americans that love America, they don't do this. They don't have open borders. They don't do this. They don't put other Americans in harm's way. Americans don't do Americans that way. So when you have the Democrat Party doing this, what do you think? They are at war with the American people. Now, listen to this one because it really gets. Is this the second one here? Listen to this one with Ramaswamy because she's trying to let him have it, right? Because he's on here telling all the facts and now she's getting upset with him because she doesn't want to hear it. I'm willing to bet when they have this war award ceremony at the end of the year, you know, for the liberal media, the government state media, they give out the awards to see who can tell the best lie. And then when you have someone like Ramaswamy comes onto the network and actually telling the truth, telling the facts, they want to shut it down. Because they want all of their viewers to believe the propaganda lie. Hence, government state media. You've also talked about staying as a a force, a deterrent force in the Taiwan Strait, putting more military in until you said we would be independent on superconductors in 2019, excuse me, 2028. And at that point, we should pull out and Taiwan would be on its own. Let me play for you what Nikki Haley has said about what you've said about our allies. That's not what I've said, but, but you can you can play Nikki Haley's lies. You, you sure. said we, yep. you said that we should send destroyers through the Taiwan. I'm glad he said that you can play Nikki Haley's lies. You can play her lies. Nikki Haley, she's no different than Chris Christie. She's no different than Mike Pence. She knows different than Miss McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Adam Kissinger. She's no different. Liz Cheney, she's no different. No different. I went straight once a week, keep ramping up yes. naval deployments in the South China Sea to essentially deter China from trying to take over Taiwan until we have achieved semiconductor independence by the end of your first term in 28. At and which point, no longer be at which in our point we will resume. To stop China. Is that the way the U.S. Under That's President not what I said. Ramaswamy would I, treat I, I literally, I will, I will. I will give you word for word what I said. At which point we will resume our position of strategic ambiguity. Now, you notice she didn't even get to the clip because Ramaswamy was going to crush it. And they only want to play Nikki Haley because there are some people on the right that supporting Nikki Haley. 
you know, a b- whole bunch of rhinos. That's what they are. That's what they are. Which, Andrea, I will remind you, is our position towards Taiwan today. The U.S., neither party even recognizes Taiwan as a nation right now. Both parties embrace the one I'm China well policy the, well as we speak. With the position well, that's a good that thing, because then you would know that what I've said. But that that exactly. Does not so that, deal so with I'm the, the only presidential that, candidate, Andrea. I'm the only presidential candidate who has said we will defend Taiwan. Nobody's had the courage to say it. And then I said after we achieve semiconductor independence, we will resume our current posture of strategic is, ambiguity. Which is and so I think it's important we have these debates honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, twenty twenty-eight. That's is correct. Which is emotional. exactly what it is today. <laughs> I mean, listen to that. Listen to that. She's arguing with him. And she doesn't want to hear it because that's not the position of those on the left. The position of on those for those on the left is to put America last in their allies. You understand that? That's why that's why they don't have any problems pushing Israel down the drain. They don't have any issues with it. Israel is one of our biggest allies there. And even Ramaswamy is not against Israel. Nikki Haley lied about that as well. If you have a friend and your friend is constantly mooching off of you, don't you think it would be better for your friend to stand on your on on his or her own two feet without you constantly holding them up? That's that's what a good friend is. Not someone who's who's always you know okay. I'm gonna take my care of my friend. My friend don't have to do anything, right? It's not that Israel's not doing anything. The point is is let them stand on their own two feet. If they need assistance, they need help. Hey, you know where we are. That's what, and you know what? Good friends don't constantly lean on you either. I've had friends in the past, they, you know, they constantly lean and they were like never contribute to anything and they're supposed to be friends. That's not a friend. Then I've had some friends in the past, they always done for themselves and they did for themselves and they'd be like, well, hey, I need some help. I'm in a pickle. I need help moving. <laughs> got you. I got you. I go and I help my friend move their stuff and I act like it's my stuff that I'm moving because I'm delicate with their stuff. They asked me to help. That's, that's the whole point here. And that's exactly what Ramaswamy is getting at. But some people, they don't understand it. They don't hear it because they have hatred for Israel. I don't know why. But let me ask you this. Does Ramaswamy seem like he's a Russian operative? Yes or no? Can we put this up on the comments, comments on the screen? I'm just kind of really curious right now. And DeSantis. Trump and DeSantis. Well, we already know that the left constantly called President Trump, you know, a Russian operative. And I guess they've done that here recently here with with um, President uh, with uh, DeSantis. But Ramaswamy, I mean, really, Ramaswamy, I I never would have made that connection. But you know what? Again, when it comes to the left, they make this connection all the time because they're a bunch of idiots. They make the connection. So I'm, I'm looking in the comments. Is Ramaswamy a Russian operative? Is President Trump a Russian operative? Or even Ron DeSantis, right? Russia, Russia, Russia. Are they Russian operatives, right? I'm kind of like looking at people saying no, no. Uh, Nope, they're not Russian operatives. Not at all. Not at all. Nope, none of them. None of one of them, right? I think we all agree that we like DeSantis better than we like Joe. But it's going to be Trump. It's going to be Trump. It's going to be Trump. <laughs> they don't even need to do these primaries. Yeah. I mean, I'm just being straight up with you. Yeah. There's no need to do the primary. This should be the one time in history. So, you know what? We just need to go ahead and just let this go ahead and be Trump. We need to go ahead and back Trump. You know what? That would shake up the system. If Nikki Haley would stop running her mouth and lying, because she's she is lying. She got caught in a lie. If Chris, if, if Christy Cream would stop lying about President Trump and just say, you know what? We're going to back Trump. Same thing with Mike Pence, Mike Pence, Mike Judas Pence. If he would repent for what all the stuff that he did and he called himself a Christian, he repented and said, you know what? I was wrong. I'm going to support Trump and it's come out hard supporting Trump. Guess what would happen? People would start having respect for Pence. That's what would happen. But they're not going to do that. He's not going to do that. Well, let me play this for you. Because they're talking about Ramaswamy, President Trump, and Ron DeSantis being Russian operatives. 
Oh, isn't that convenient? Didn't they do the same thing in 2016 with President Trump? So now they're just calling all Republicans Russian operatives. If you don't want to pour billions of dollars into Ukraine, you're a Russian operative. What? What about the American people? And we're going to talk about how they're disregarding the American people. Now they're going to try to make it look like it's Republicans that don't want to help the American people. Where? In Maui. I'm going to prove it to you. But watch this. Well, you know, this is extraordinarily disturbing. Um, Ramaswamy is basically running on a pro-genocide campaign. You know, we forget about this, but we should really look back. In 2016, uh, the Russians, as every intelligence agency agrees, and the uh, Republican-led U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee agrees, the Russians had a campaign to elect Donald Trump. Donald Trump won. What did they get? Well, what was for decades the most consistent opponent to Russia and the Soviet Union is now the home of the pro-Putin movement in American politics. Oh, my goodness. Y'all hearing this? I mean, they just got this dude to come on there. And like I was saying, he's trying to win the award of the being most convincing in the lies. Everything he's saying is a straight up lie. Listen to this. I think it's the most successful covert operation by a hostile foreign state in history. So Ramaswamy, when he says these things, is basically functioning as a Russian agent. <laughs> and he's saying the exact same talking points of Putin. Wow. And it's extraordinary. It, it is really extraordinary. So what is he saying? What is he saying? Oh, America first and not pour money into Ukraine constantly, right? Right? What keep pouring money? Did y'all hear that Zelensky has was a five billion dollar home? Where, where's this? Where's that home at, Shannon? Where was this home at? Egypt. Is it Egypt? I it's not Ukraine, people. No, no, but he no. got like it's like a five yeah. or six million dollar home. And actually, they're saying he bought it for his mom in Egypt. And I thought, oh it was, come on, five million dollar home, yeah. not in Ukraine. Yeah. And he paid what cash for it? <laughs> I mean, really, where yeah. did he get the money All from? All you have to do is Google well, where it. Where did he get the money several from? Several. Yeah. News outlets and he's talking so, so because we don't want to pour money into a corrupt regime. He's saying that they're Russian operatives. Are you kidding me? And if he's elected or if Donald Trump is elected or Ron DeSantis, who says agrees with Putin that this is a regional dispute, uh, it will be devastating for democracy. Oh I, I just think it's, it's just such an extraordinary moment that we have people running for the United States presidency who are supporting Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, this is like the same tiring talking point. Oh, because we can't beat him. We can't do anything to him. We keep trying to do all this stuff. We impeached President Trump twice. We got four indictments and like 90 plus fraudulent charges against Trump. And it's not working. The American people are still supporting him. So what do we do? Russia, Russia, it's Russia. It's Russia, Russia again. Russia, Russia, Russian Russia. operative. President Trump's a Russian operative. All right, let me get to it. Let me just get to this next one because I don't want to run out of time for this very important information that I want to share with you. And like a, the title of this, this broadcast, they're wanting to go after President Trump and they're not wanting to be nice with President Trump. They have sinister things they want to do President Trump. And I've said this years ago. Because about all of the crap that they've done, President Trump, and I saw more people are going to support President Trump, and I called it out. More and more people support President Trump. And now, with all these black people supporting President Trump, they really don't know how to react to this. I'm like, oh my goodness, he should be. We, he, why are they supporting them? And now, black people supporting Trump? What in the world is going on? It's not working. All of this crap that they've done, they've thrown at President Trump. And the reason why it's not working because of your prayers. This is why they don't like you. And they know President Trump is in between us and them. And they want to remove him so they can come after you. I'm telling y'all, the, the, the demon craft, they're at war with the American people. It's just a lot of people hadn't figured it out yet. They hadn't figured it out yet. But listen to what President Trump says here. Listen to what he says. Justice and the rule of law are officially dead in America. This marks the fourth act of election interference by crooked Joe Biden and the communist Democrats who are absolutely destroying our country. They are doing things to our country that nobody ever thought possible. They know they can't beat me in a fair fight at the ballot box, so they're weaponizing the legal system to try and defeat me. And you know what? This is the greatest political movement of all time. It's going to make America great again. There's never been a movement like it, and they're not going to let it happen. 
They're not going to let it be dishonest anymore. But just as we've prevailed before, we will once again emerge stronger. Next November, we will win back the White House, and we will indeed make America great again. That's what they don't want to hear. They don't. They can't stand it. And I'm telling y'all, there's something sinister in their agenda that they're going to do to President Trump. Now, they're going after President Trump just like a banana republic. When President Trump became president in 2016, 2017, he didn't go after Hillary Rodden Clinton. You know, had everyone saying, lock her up, lock her up. And he actually didn't do, there was no indictments because of Jeff Sessions and Attorney General Barr, weakened in need, no backbone, spineless rhinos. They didn't do their jobs. And President Trump, he didn't force the issue about arresting these people because he was being nice. He was like, you know what? This United States of America, let's just do what needs to be done for the American people. You know, jobs, that type of thing. And, you know, helping out the economy, that type of thing. And your 401ks, et cetera, et cetera. That type of thing. Securing the borders, protecting American people. You know, the things that really matter. That's what he was focusing on. But the left, they had different. They had a different view. Well, listen to this. President Trump called into Glenn Beck. He called in Glenn Beck and Glenn Beck asked President Trump, the next time when you're in the White House, are you actually going to go ahead and arrest some people? And President Trump is basically saying. He doesn't have a choice. You said in, in 2016, you know, uh, lock her up. And then when you became president, you said, we don't do that in America. That's just not the right thing to do. That's yeah, what they're well, doing. Do you regret not locking her up? And if you're president again, will you lock people up? Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, the answer is you have no choice because they're doing it to us. I always had such great respect for the office of the president, the presidency, and uh, but the office of the president. And I never hit Biden as hard as I could have. And then I heard he was trying to indict me, and it was him that was doing it. You yes. know, I don't think he's sharp enough to think about much. But he was there, and he was probably the one given the order. But he was, you know, hard to believe that he even thinks about that because he's he's gone. But then I said, well, they're actually trying to indict me because every one of these indictments is him, including Bragg. You know, Bragg yeah. put his he put his top people. I don't know if you know this. He put his top person into the office of the Manhattan District Attorney. They've been in total coordination with Fannie Willis. Uh, the uh, woman that I never met that they accused me of rape, that's being run by a Democrat, uh, a Democrat operative and paid for by the Democrat Party. Uh, you know, so many of these things, I have a couple of other lawsuits, all funded against me by the Democrat Party. These are sick people. These are evil people. These are evil people. They're 100% evil people. Straight up evil. And they know they're not even hiding the fact that they're evil now. They can care less if you know. They're just straight up evil. Well, it's because nobody's doing anything. Yeah, well, they're I mean, just the straight GOP's up evil. The GOP's not doing the anything. The GOP's not doing anything. The GOP's like sitting idly by watching while it's all happening. And if and if they don't, if they don't ever do anything, right? This has never happened in America before. And again, the GOP, they hadn't figured it out. The Democrats... They are at war with the American people, but the, the the GOP, they haven't figured it out. Can someone tell me why they haven't figured it out yet? Someone please tell me why. Why have they not figured it out? The Democrats are not even hiding the fact how they feel about America. They're not most definitely want to protect America. They don't want you to be able to afford groceries in America. They don't want you to be able to afford gas in America. They don't want to have the borders closed in America. There's lawlessness happening everywhere. The fentanyl is killing American men, women, and children. And it's all because of the Democrats. We got people coming into the country, raping little girls, raping little boys. And these are men of the fighting age that have not been vetted. But these are the Democrats. They're at war. People that love America, they don't do this. I, I've said it once before. They don't do this. If someone is living in your home and they're allowing people to come in in your home and you be like, wait a minute, why? who's this person? You'd be like, I don't know. They was just walking down the street and I just opened the door and let them in. What? You would never have that. 
Someone coming in your door and they just got a whole bunch of people on the couch and on the floor and they're all doped up from fentanyl. You'd be like, what in the world is going on? You would not do that. If you allowed that person coming home and that person is allowing that to come into your home, you would kick that person out. The United States of America is our home. It's our home. And then you have the lesson, well, no, it's really not your home. It's just, you know, it doesn't have four walls. But you know what? We have borders, but it's not, it's doesn't have four walls. These stupid liberals, they say this all the time. Stupid liberals. I don't mean to be so harsh, but they're stupid. No one would do that. But listen to this sinister. This is exactly what I'm talking about right here, because I talk about how they wanted to physically remove President Trump all along. And I've said it before. There's actually been attempts on President Trump. But nothing has been working what the left has been doing. So what's what's left? What is left? I played the clip last night where MSSCD was talking about nothing is can stop can prevent President Trump from still running. And now they're talking about, well, we need to remove him from the ballot. But they're going to be more sinister than just removing President Trump from the ballot because they know that we can all write his name in and they have to adhere to it. They have to adhere to it. We can write him in. The country would do that. That would be the first time in history someone won the election because they wrote someone's name in. President Donald J. Trump. Listen to what Tucker says. And Tucker lays it out. I'm telling y'all, it's happening. Listen. What do you think the future holds? Is it? I don't know. I mean, are they going to let Trump be president. No, of course. I mean, look, if, uh, you know, they protested him, they called him names. He won anyway. They impeached him twice on ridiculous pretenses. They <laughs> fabricated a lot about what happened on January 6th in order to impeach him again. It didn't work. He came back. Then they indicted him. It didn't work. He became more popular. Then they indicted him three more times. And every single time his popularity rose. So if you begin with criticism, then you go to protest, then you go to impeachment. Now you go to indictment and none of them work. What's next? What's next? What is next? And see, if Tucker was still on Fox News, I don't believe he would be saying any of this because Fox News, how many of y'all still watch Fox News? Right. He wouldn't be saying, I don't think he would be saying any of this. He probably want to say it. But those, you know, like, was it Paul Ryan at Fox News, you know, on the board? He was like, oh, my goodness, you can't say this. You can't say this because this is exactly what we want to do to him. Paul Ryan, he's right there. He's right there with him. He's right there with him. But listen to what Tucker says right now. Listen to this, because this is exactly what we believe the Democrat Party wants to do to Trump. I mean, let, you know, graph it out, man. We're speeding toward assassination, obviously, and no one will say that, but I don't, I don't know how you can't reach that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like they have decided permanent Washington, both parties have decided that there's something about Trump that's, that's so threatening to them. They just can't have it. Yes. Something about president Trump that's so threatening to both parties. That's why you have Mitch McConnell. He gave up the Senate. So then at least that way, Trump supporters would not be able to go and vote him out of any kind of authority, any kind of a position. So he allowed, he did not support Republicans during the election. Mitch McConnell, he didn't support him because he knew that if they would have came in, they would have voted him out. Yeah. And so people know he holds the money. Yeah. He, so, holds, he holds the money. So he did not, yep. he did not allow them to get the funding to get the support that they needed. But he purposely did it. Listen, I mean, they're putting him on trial in March of next year in the J6 case, which basically consists of trying to send him to prison for the rest of his life for complaining about the last election. That's literally what it is. Again, if this were happening in Moldova, the State Department would issue an all hands on deck order to let the world know this is not a legitimate government. And yet. Our government is doing it. It's like it. I, it's it's really it's hard to overstate how bad this is. And yeah. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't know where it's going. But there's a collision that's clearly imminent. And by the way, the president is senile in a way that's impossible to deny. Biden's not running the government. You know. So like, I don't know. I've never been this worried 
about anything as I am about where this is going. I mean, listen to that. You know what? And I have to say it. There's a lot of people that get anxiety about what's happening in our country right now. This is like un, this is like uncharted territory. We've never we've never seen it. We've seen this in history books. We've seen this in other third world countries, communist countries. We've seen them do exactly what the Democrats are doing in the United States of America. And we're like, wow, I'm glad that's not the United States of America. But Democrats today were like, yes, yes, that's exactly the model we want. Venezuela, Cuba, they even communist Russia. They want that. Or the, the Soviet Union, they want that. Hammer and sickle. The Democrats, they're embracing that. You see Antifa, they run around with the hammer and sickle. They want that. They're embracing it. And a lot of a lot of people are like this will never happen in America. Oh, Will Johnson, it never happened in America. I used to tell people all the time, look, if y'all not paying attention, they're going to try to turn our country into a banana republic. And people come, Will, it never happened. We got the Constitution. <laughs> and I say, yeah, you're right. We do have the Constitution. But when the people in power don't adhere to the Constitution, what does it mean? What does it mean? It's a piece of paper that they'll burn it with the American flag. They don't care about the Constitution. They're expressing that right now. They're literally taking away people's free speech. They're doing it. They're even doing it for the, to the press corps. Freedom of the press. Freedom to assemble, to protest. They're taking that away as well. They're taking so much away from the American people, just little by little, like little by little, little by little, Little by little. And guess what happens? People are just getting used to it. We're just getting used to it. Oh, just comply. Just comply. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Well, let me share this one with you, Mitch, with Mitch McConnell. This is this is your Mitch McConnell. I, I'm just kind of curious. Is there anybody not not I'm not to attack you or anything. Is there anybody on here that lives in the same state with Mitch McConnell and they supported Mitch McConnell? Can we split screen this, please? Yeah, anybody here from Kentucky? I mean, is he from Kentucky? Yep. He's from Kentucky. Is there anybody that voted for Mitch McConnell? Any? Oh, I'm just kind of curious. I thought he was from more of a on the East Coast. I could be wrong because I thought uh, Kennedy was from Senator Kennedy. But I mean, I guess uh, there's two senators, yeah, right? he's Kentucky. He's Kentucky. There's two senators from East State, right? So, I mean, I'm just kind of curious, you know. I mean, if, did you vote for him? I, I don't know why anybody would vote for Mitch McConnell. Especially now, something is absolutely wrong with Mr. McConnell. I mean, he's I think he's a little further along than Joe Biden. And Joe Biden is not too far from this scenario here. What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election. And so someone, I don't know how well you can hear that. Someone just asked him, what are your thoughts about running for re-election? Okay. That's what they just asked him. What are your thoughts about running for re-election? What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. He go, oh, and and I mean, Did you hear the question, it, Senator, it, it, running for re-election in twenty twenty six. I mean, this is sad, everybody. All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. I mean, he's in a complete daze again. I mean, he's in complete daze. This is really sad. Something is truly wrong here. Right? Something's truly wrong. And I truly believe Joe Biden's not too far behind him. And they see something's wrong Somebody with him. Somebody else have a question? Please speak up. And then they're trying to act like there's nothing out of the ordinary here. Something's clearly wrong. There's something clearly wrong. Now, I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not wishing anything bad or any, on anybody or anything, but there's something clearly wrong with him. I mean, he's just like, oh, 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 yeah, the, the, yeah, 20, 20, 20, 2026. Yeah. Uh, let me think about that. Uh, uh, something's wrong with him. It's pretty sad. Let me share something else with you that now. I've had my reservations with Newsmax, but here lately, Newsmax has been like, redeeming themselves right they really have i'm just gonna be honest with you they've been redeeming themselves like they've been coming out hitting hard 
I, I hope they don't change from what the path that they're on right now. I don't want them, to, you know, I hate to see them become like Fox News because, and the only reason why I say that because they kicked, you know, Mike Lindell off and they did some other things. And I'm like, what? But they've been coming out hitting hard here lately. So kudos to Newsmax. Kudos to Newsmax. Don't go Fox. Please don't go Fox. But this still remains to be seen. Well, I want to play this clip for you from this young man on Newsmax, and he lays it out completely. I loved his monologue. It's kind of long, so I'm not going to play it all, but, I mean, he just comes out hitting hard, and he's saying everything that is 100% factual. I mean, it's explosive. Kudos to Newsmax. Keep it rocking. The only thing more dangerous than a Democrat party committed to destroying our mutual compact, the Constitution, is the GOP leadership that is unwilling or mentally incapable of stopping them. The GOP seems loath to even force Democrats to pay a price for what they've done to us. But we conservatives are not fearful of confronting the Democrats, nor do we shrink from destroying the leftists' carefully crafted narrative and making them own their hypocrisy. To survive, Americans must dump deadly, duplicitous Democrats. That's our rule of thumb in today's preamble. Yesterday, in marking the anniversary of the I Have a Dream speech, the propagandists for the Democrats' official Twitter handle were busy pushing narrative over facts, saying, quote, Emmett Till was only 14 years old when he was kidnapped and brutally lynched while visiting family in Mississippi 68 years ago today. Six decades later, Joe Biden signed the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act into law, making lynching a federal hate crime. It was long overdue, end quote. Well, not to put too fine a point on this, Democrats, but a Democrat occupier of the Oval Office signing a bill that outlawed Democrat atrocities in the Democrat-controlled Jim Crow South is in keeping with what you Democrats do. Uh, the Democrats break things, then they want credit for somewhat fixing the things they've broken. Democrats spin us into oblivion, then wanted credit for cutting record spending to still unacceptable levels. See, this is this is part of the reason why I'm really liking what he's saying, because I said the same thing in a different way, right? The Democrats, they create the chaos. They love the chaos. They need the chaos. I was just talking to my producers about this the other night. I said, if they don't have the chaos, they don't have control. And then if they don't if they don't create the chaos and the chaos is happening, that happens, they'll take advantage of it. Let no crisis go to waste. But then when they create it, they swoop in like they're there to save the day. We're here to rescue you after they don't create the chaos like the border. Right. But that that problem, I guess it hasn't gotten bad enough for them to actually come in and say, OK, now we now we're now we're going to kick it in and actually start doing something to make the American people believe that we're for them. Listen, Joe Biden and his Democrats policies have led to the highest gas prices in American history. Then they wanted credit after their policies brought the American economy to its knees, dropping demand and the aforementioned gas prices. And after Democrats terrorized blacks and the Democrat controlled Jim Crow South, they want credit for signing a bill into law outlawing their conduct 68 years after the fact. I mean, that's exactly it, right? Right. The Democrats did all of these horrible things in the past. And here comes Joe Biden. I talked about this before. Here it is. We're going to sign the Emmett Till bill to make it look like we're fighting for black people, justice for black people, when they were the ones that were doing it in, to begin with. In truth, the Democrats are pretending to celebrate Dr. King, even though the party and the American left have turned their backs on his teachings. Dr. King's dream saw an America where our people were not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Modern-day Democrat orthodoxy, driven by cultural Marxism, and the hate-whitey ideology of critical race theory, now says everything in society must be seen through racial lenses, must be 100% contingent on the color of one's skin. In essence, the Democrats are taking us back 68 years or more, erasing our colorblind united country. But about that, the Democrats are saying vote for them after they atoned for what they did 68 years ago. Allow me to show you the Democrats have not changed at all. Their policies are still divisive and still killing little children. An 11-year-old Ohio boy was killed by an illegal alien, the cause of a school bus crash, where the bus rolled over, 
the illegal alien was led into America by Democrats in 2022. But the Democrats don't want you focused on that little boy killed this month. They want you focused on a 14-year-old boy who was wrongly killed 68 years ago. But not one of them has condemned the killing of the young white boy at the hands of their illegal aliens. Another 11-year-old, this time a little girl, was raped and murdered, her body stuffed under her bed. The military-aged illegal alien who was accused of the crime was welcomed into America across our open southern border by Democrats. <laughs> and it goes on and on so much more for like another five minutes or so, or what, another two minutes. I mean, it, it, again, and I'm, you know what? I'm just so happy that Newsmax is bringing this to the surface as well, because I was saying it's all been the Democrats, all of the 90% of the, all of the most violent stuff, the most, everything that has been wrong happening in our country has been because of the Democrats. Because of the Democrats. I'm going to play some of this one. I can't stand them either. Okay. So just bear with me. I can't stand them. You can't stand them. We can't stand them. Here's Joe Biden and all of them, of course, right? Trying to act like they're, and all they're doing is pandering. Well, yeah, this, it's election year. So it's election. Of pandering. course, they have to pander. Every two to four years. Yep. Hey, black people. Here they here's are. Your, Hey, black people, let me tell you something. I got something good for you, black tickle, people. Tickle let me tickle you, black people. We're here to save you. We're here to protect you. We got you, black people. We got you. We got you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Every two to four years. Listen. Kamala and I wanted to convene this incredible group of civil rights leaders for a simple <clears throat> reason. To thank them and to tell them what they tell us. We know we got a lot more work to do. And as I've said to the country, we can't let hate prevail. And it's on the rise. It's not, not diminishing. Time silence is complicity. We're not going to remain silent. There is an antidote to this. I am sure of it. It will be rooted in our courage, like those who 60 years ago marched and stood. There is an opportunity in front of us to embark on the next era of who we are as a country. The antidote is to get rid of all of all these demons, demon crats. Yes. Everyone around that table is yes. part of the problem. You see, you saw Satan Reverend Sharpton down there, right? I sure did. Every last one of them. This is the problem. And see, of course, they see, I mean, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. The timing. All of these people, black people supporting President Trump, and what do they do? What do they do? Pander. Oh, my goodness. This is so cliche. I mean, look at this. Oh, my goodness. We're losing the support of the black people. And Let's also, call in the so-called black leaders. These are not black leaders. They don't speak for me. They don't speak for anybody. Right, well, they call them in because they see all the black support going to President Trump. Yep. And all these videos of all these black people coming out supporting for Trump. They're like, we need to counter it. What yeah, do we do? that's exactly call what this is. In. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. We got to do something. We got to do something. In the midst of these full-on and intentional attacks. How do we create a culture of non-inclusion? How do we create a culture of growth? How do we create a culture of inclusion? I mean, dad and mom, we're talking about dignity and respect of every person, no matter who they were. I remember one of dad's quotes was, we, must even, we can be like thermometers or thermostats. And what he said is, you know, a thermometer is a great device, but all it does is records. We can sort of record history or we can become thermostats and regulate what happens in our nation through a nonviolent message. I never forget what my mother said to me several years before she passed. She said, baby, the darkest hour is always before the dawn. Yes, dark. Yes, bad. But there's going to be a dawn. I am. We are all made up of previous generations. <laughs> and if they can overcome, we can too. So no matter how dark it gets, we are going to see that dawn if we remain vigilant. Wow. Pandering. Pandering. I mean, this is, it's like LBJ in the White House again. 
They had to add music to make it interesting. Yeah, it's LBJ, like LBJ in the White House again. You can't make this stuff up. Okay, let me play this one because this is about FEMA. You know, they're trying to lump FEMA, money going to FEMA with going to Ukraine. And you know why they're doing that? I'm gonna, let me look at the comments real quick. Do you know why they're doing that? Does anyone know why they're doing that? Why do they want to lump the money that they're giving to FEMA with Ukraine? The reason why they're wanting to do that is because when they lump them together, they know Republicans are saying no money to Ukraine, but we want money to Maui, Hawaii. We want money to them so they can rebuild their own homes. Not the Democrat liberal utopia that they're trying to build 15 minute city, their own homes. So the Democrats, like they normally do, like they always do, they lump stuff together. So when the Republicans say no to Ukraine, the only thing they're going to focus on and say, see, see the GOP, they don't want you to, they don't want to help out American citizens. I'm telling y'all, hear me now, believe me later on. I said the same thing when I was on my LFA broadcast. Hear me now. Believe me later on. They do it every time. They lump stuff together and then they come out and say, well, they don't talk about the actual problem. They just say the Republicans don't want to help Americans, just like with the book burning. They don't ever tell anybody. There's no book burning or the book ban. Rather, they don't ever tell anybody the books that Republicans want banned is child pornography. They don't ever bring that out. They don't ever talk about that. They just say, oh, the Republicans want to ban books. They don't want children to be educated. They don't want children to learn about black history. No, 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 and no. It's child pornography, which used to be against the law. Well, listen to this idiot. Listen to this idiot, Karine Jean-Pierre, right? As she's, and she's talking about FEMA. Right. Let's let's just listen to some of this. We just heard from the FEMA director today. She is worried about running out of funding. Understandably, she called on Congress to to approve the request for another twelve billion dollars in disaster funds. So emergency relief efforts are not impacted at all. We should note, uh, Corrine, that request for relief is paired, is combined with requests for more aid for Ukraine, which is more controversial. Yes, see, it's more controversial. And there's a reason why they're doing this. They do this every time. I'm telling you, this is exactly it right here. I don't know how else to lay it out. Y'all leave me a comment. Do y'all think, I mean, y'all understand what I'm saying? Just yes or no. Yes or no. Y'all know, y'all get it, right? Yes or no. Uh, To many uh, in Congress, it might be a sticking point for them. Why not separate the FEMA dollars from the Ukraine dollars uh, so you don't have that problem for those who need this FEMA money as soon as possible. So the administrator came into the briefing room. She laid that out uh, for the reporters in the room, for Americans who are watching, and she said she'll have more to say. Look, as it re- re- in regards to the supplemental uh, funding that the president has asked for, I don't want to get into hypotheticals. The president put forward <laughs> what he thinks is incre- incredibly important that we need. She didn't want to get into hypotheticals? This is the most idiotic Stupid black woman on the planet. I mean, just beyond stupid. I mean, what do you mean you want to get into hypotheticals? The reason why she don't want to talk about it is exactly what I said. They want to lump it together. And he's talking about why you want to lump it together. Why you want to put it together? Well, come out and say it. We want to lump it together. This is what she said. If, if she came out and just was brutally honest, this is what Kareem Jean-Pierre would say. We want to lump the money going to FEMA with Ukraine. So when the Republicans come back and say that we don't want money going to Ukraine, we won't say anything about Ukraine. We'll just say, see, look, the Republicans don't want people in Maui to get funding because FEMA is there to help. They don't want people when we have natural disasters to be helped. I'm telling you, all it's the playbook. And there's going to be a lot of stupid people out there that unable to recognize it. Can't even perceive what's actually happening. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, Republicans don't care about the American people. They don't care about women's rights. They don't care about any of that. They only care about capitalism. They only care about making money. They only care about America first. Am I wrong? You know, that's that's exactly how they're going to play it out. 
Well, let me play this one for you. And this has some enhanced language. So please forgive me. I mean, this has some strong enhanced language. But you know, they're talking about doing lockdowns again. How many of y'all, can I get a show of hands? How many of y'all seen this already? They're talking about getting a, 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 another set of lockdowns coming. The first time they did it, President Trump was in office, and we no one was like, okay, it's kind of new territory. It's like, okay, well, we don't know. Maybe we'll just go with some precaution here, you know, just because we don't know. We don't know. No one's an expert. No one's an expert. No one, no one knew the future, right? So a lot of us was like, okay, well, I never got the vaccine shot. I'm not going to get the vaccine shot. And you can get out my face if you think I'm going to get one. I'm not going to do it. No, no, and no. But listen to this young man. See, the first time they did it, okay, we went, some of us went along with it. It was like, okay, because we didn't know. But the second time, that's on you. That's on us if we follow along with it because we've already been duped the first time. If you be duped the second time, that's on you. Listen. Oh, no, I got more to say. Boy, I just watched a video. Uh, Joe Biden literally saying, y'all need to come. They need to come up with a new vaccine and they need to come up with a way that people have to take it no matter what. I'm going to explain something very fucking clear to you. And I'm sure a lot of people feel like this. The only difference is I got the balls to say it. And I don't give a flying damn of where this video goes. But I promise you, I was born free. And I will be damned if you make something to where I got to take it. If you want to around and find out the fastest way you can do that. I'm going to tell you that right now. Do that. If the Democrat Party and the Joe Biden administration, I'm motherfucking serious right now. This ain't no threat. This ain't no nothing. This is a promise. If you think for one second you're going to force me to take anything that you tell me to do, I will fuck you up, homie. You and whatever motherfucking army you send in the process. It'll be a cold day in hell where I be told what to do. This is not a dictatorship. This is not nothing. And you motherfuckers that follow this, don't fucking run up on me. I promise you don't fucking run up on me. Because this ain't a motherfucking di di dictatorship. If you want to take the vaccine, do what the fuck you want to do. If a million other people want to take this shit you come out with, do what the fuck you want to do. But I know for a fact in this great country and United States of America, you can't fucking make me take nothing. And all y'all punk ass Republicans sitting around just doing all this talking. I don't want to hear no more talking for no more Republicans. I don't want to hear no more motherfuckers talking for none of these Republican candidates because if you're a Republican candidate right now and you stand on the platform and you not got your ass out here trying to stop these people from mm. what they doing, you and I mean that. <laughs> like Chris Christie, I'm pretty sure he probably got seven shots. I don't even, I don't even know what has Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, he's for it too. Mike Pence for people getting vaccinated. There's many of them out there for getting vaccinated. Okay. This actually goes on like another four minutes. I'm not going to play it because we don't have the time. So I do apologize for the enhanced language in the video. But I know everyone, it resonates with everybody. Everybody completely understands. I mean, you're adults. You get it. You get it. Hey, let me tell you about Mammoth Nation real quick. Can we tell you about Mammoth Nation real quick, real quick before we bounce out of here? Mammoth Nation. Y'all need to go check that out. Y'all need to go check it out. You can get directly to my website. You can get it right there directly on my website. You go to UniteAmericaFirst.com and click on Conservative Shop, right? And I have a link right here on the Rumble channel as well. And it should be on the Lindell, but I have a link right here that you can go there and check it out. And it, what it is, is it takes all it takes these conservative businesses and they bring them all in one location for you. It's really awesome. There's deals, specials on there. And there's, okay, she just put the link in the chat. MammothNation.com forward slash will. All right, go check it out. Check it out. All right, everybody, thank you so much for being with us. My name is Will Johnson, and we just talked about it. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. <gasps> 
When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of My Pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a My Pillow or not, you need to get the brand new My Pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com.